Do I have everybody's attention now? And we are back. Welcome to Offended, presented by the Anything But Credible Network. It's your boy, Tricky, alongside Katie. Katie, Naked Lady, you haven't been on the show since June. I've been busy being naked. Actually, maybe even before that. It's been a while. But that's not all who's back. The best in the world! Could be coming back tonight. This comes out tomorrow. I, I understand. Did you get it? Yeah, I get it. I get it. Hello. Jesus. <laughs> well, I just looked at the thing and I realized that I was the bottom level. Normally I'm the top level, you know? This time I'm on top. But, um, but anyway... Strong rumors floating around. A lot has happened in the wrestling world. Episode 170 of Offended is going to be very heavy on wrestling. And when I say heavy on wrestling, it will be all wrestling. So if you don't like that, I don't give a shit. Sorry, hockey demographic. It's just, it's just for the marks and stands tonight. We have a lot to tonight. talk about, though. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot that's happened in the last month. We literally haven't ran an episode uh, a month to the day, actually. 30 days. Yep. 30 whole days. Actually, it may have been um, 31 days. Ooh. Because July had 31 days. Ooh. I'm not doing math right now. Garth, what, what was it? Is it 31 or 30? He's taking a power nap. He just yep. ate dinner. Yep. But anyway... Uh, a lot has happened behind the scenes in the wrestling world in the last like several weeks. Um, crazy shit has happened. It just keeps getting crazier. It seems it, like it, for it's slowed down. The news has slowed down a little bit, but for like a good for like a solid two weeks, it was like something big was happening every day. Like it was crazy. Like a bunch of wrestling journalists, like Sean Ross Sapp, was saying this is the most that he's ever like this is the busiest he's ever been when working as a wrestling journalist he's like i can't believe the amount of news that has dropped so about a month ago we've actually i've been wanting to do a podcast for a while because a lot has happened a lot has happened um but we've just been busy we're on vacation working working yeah um the one of the major things i don't think i even brought up last time because i don't even think it was a thing uh, it's been reported that CM Punk and Daniel Bryan have signed with All Elite Wrestling, AEW. That's that's a big deal. That's pretty cool. That's a big fucking deal. Those two signings are about to change the landscape of professional wrestling like for a long time. Like for a long time. For the next few years, probably. You mean like the slogan, Change the World, which is the whole idea behind yeah. AEW? Yes. Um, it's Oh. It's nothing. It's just crazy. Um, So about, I want to say, I guess it was before Florida when they announced tomorrow's show or tonight's show. It was right around Florida. Yeah. Um, So three weeks ago on Dynamite, it was announced that 
this is what's crazy too. This wasn't planned for a while. Like AEW just said, Hey, we're going here in like a month. Buy tickets now. The tickets literally went on sale after they announced where they're going three days later, and they sold the show out in under five minutes. Well, why? Why did the show sell out? Well, so it was announced on AEW's brand new show, Rampage, which is on every Friday night now at 9 o'clock on TNT. Not a big deal. Debuted last week. Love it. It's basically an hour-long show with, like, three matches every week, it seems like. So it's going to be. Dynamite's going to be your the build-up, and you're getting the big matches or, like, whatever the smaller matches are that aren't pay-per-view-like less, matches. Less storyline, more wrestling. Yes, yeah. The storyline's going to be on Dynamite, and right. the wrestling's right. going to be on... Right, that's a, totally what it seems like they're going for, and I like that, actually, a lot. Because you need to get figure out a way to get viewers to the show anyways on a, a 9 o'clock time slot on a Friday night. Not the best. But this allows them to be a little more edgier mm-hmm. and they're already adult programming. It's not, AEW is not a kid's show by any means. Oh no. And Rampage is supposed to be more violent and just very, very, just violent. Well, three weeks ago when they, they, well, they announced Rampage, they announced Rampage, what, months ago? They're like, oh, they probably, they announced that they're going to have a second show a year ago. Right. But they never said when. And then probably four months ago, they're like, okay, Rampage is finally happening. It's going to debut in August. That was last week. That was the first show. But they said the second episode of Rampage, this was three weeks ago, Tony Schiavone said on August 20th, AEW Rampage will emanate from Chicago from the fucking United Center. That's a big deal. Wrestling doesn't go to the United Center. WWE doesn't even go to the United Center. Like, that's downtown Chicago. That's where the Blackhawks play. Michael Jordan's legacy was played. Like, this is a big deal. It's a very big deal. Bulls, Blackhawks, they both play there. Um, They're titling the show The First Dance. The last time AEW titled one of their shows, it was called Winter is Coming. And that was the debut of Sting. That Game was, of Thrones. Yeah. And instead of, like, Michael Jordan, The Last Dance, they're calling this The First Dance... It only makes sense that the Chicago's own, the best in the world, Philip Brooks, chick magnet punk, is going to fucking debut for AEW. This is a big fucking deal for wrestling. This is a big deal. Wrestling fans have been wanting punk to come back ever since he left WWE in 2014. He's, he's been gone for almost a decade. 2014 does not seem that long away. It makes me feel really fucking old. Right? What, it was seven years ago? Yep. It's weird. Seven seems like it's a, like an odd number for whatever reason. The Rock, when he came back to WWE, that was seven years. It was a seven-year lapse. Christian was a seven-year lapse. Uh, Edge? How long was Edge? Edge was 2011, so ten years for Edge. Mm. But Punk, seven years. Like, there's a weird, like correlation between years yeah. off and wrestling yeah and i can't believe it i just i cannot believe that cm punk is coming back and like the thing is daniel bryan signing with aew you can bring it up in a second daniel bryan signing with aew that would have been news alone that would have been groundbreaking news alone and then in the same day it was reported that cm punk signed it's just like holy shit 
Like, what just happened? How, like, this is like if... This is like if The Rock and John Cena left WWE. Like, in their prime. Mm-hmm. Brian's in his prime. Maybe... Maybe it might be a little past. I'm not He's sure. Turning his turning points right around. Yeah, here. this is probably his final run. Punk. I mean, we have no idea how Punk's going to be, but just the names alone, it's so big that even on the NFL Network uh, for a preseason game this past weekend, a Chicago Bears player uh, made his debut. Uh, he was a rookie. Uh, they're like, this might be the most exciting debut. This is what they said on on the show. They said this might be the most exciting debut here in Chicago. Well, at least until next Friday when presumably CM Punk debuts for All Elite Wrestling. Yeah, Chicago's going to go nuts. Like, that's a fucking big deal. If the NFL, the NFL network is bringing it up. Mm-hmm. A UFC, not a UFC fight, but like a minor league mixed martial arts fight was like CM Punk leaving uh, mixed martial arts, going back to his roots and wrestling. Uh, some say he's All Elite. Like, this is like crazy. Like, this is groundbreaking shit. WWE doesn't want to admit that their competition, their fucking competition. This is this is starting a war. I kind of feel like with the two new signings, um, at least this month, I feel like the power has somewhat shifted. It's been like AEW is trying to grab for power, and they've been slowly maintaining more and more and more power in the dynamic, but never like overpowering and i'm not saying that they're overpowering now but i'm saying they're gonna have the ammunition to do so right in the next six months right like like depending on how friday goes which i'm assuming is gonna just be wild that could be it it could be when daniel bryan comes back it could be with all out it could be you know a few months after all out with the next pay-per-view like you don't know but i feel like the i feel like the scales are tipping in AEW's. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. I just don't know when that tip is going to happen. This is where WWE is normally good, though. And that Brandon Walker brought this up on his wrestling Barstool Sports podcast yesterday was nobody's better than WWE when their backs are up against the wall and they have competition. That's when they fucking excel. That's why the Attitude Era was so good because they're like, all right, time to fight. I mean, I get that, but I also I just don't see it happening. I actually, yeah, this is the first time where I don't think WWE is going to come out on top, at and least I, not for a while. I'm not saying that because I don't like WWE. I, I don't like WWE because it's boring, it's kid-friendly, it's fake to me. That's And I didn't grow up with it, so I don't have a nostalgic room for it in my heart. But, like, I'm not saying that opinion because of that. I'm, like, not enough of a mark to really care one way or the other, but, like... I just don't see WWE doing it. Uh, I don't see it yeah. happening. No, I if don't they either. did, it would be entertaining to watch. But I just don't really see it happening. Well, if any indication on how it's going to go, uh, Roman Reigns. This is what I love already is that Roman Reigns today was taking shots at AEW like wrestlers. He took a shot at Punk, and he took a shot at John Moxley too. I'm going to play the, uh, the snippets. Getting back to John, one thing that has been talked about a lot, uh, the, the aforementioned CM Punk talked about it a lot as well, uh, about these guys who would leave and come back, leave and come back and get the big spot, right? They get the main event of WrestleMania and they leave and come back. How do you feel about that? You're a constant. Uh, he's, you know, he's been gone. He's coming back. Who knows if he sticks around past SummerSlam. Do you, do you, 
Are you okay with that sort of thing, that sort of arrangement? The guys who over the last two decades or so have left and come back while the guys like you are in Tulsa and Charlotte and God knows where tomorrow night. Um, I can see it from both perspectives, but I think you said it before, you know, that the high tide raises all the, all the boats, right? Everybody, everybody benefits. Um, so I do think there's that, that strange threshold, but I, I think, Man, those statements are coming from bitter people, you know, who possibly thought they were better than they really were. When it comes down to it, CM Punk was not as good or as over as a John Cena. Wasn't as good or as over uh, and moved the needle like The Rock. It was just what was what it was. From a full-time performer, I understand the frustration uh, and, and wanting more. But like I said before, you got to take it. I'm a man. I'm 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 a full you know full-time performer. Um, but I've done everything that needs to be done to stay in this position, to be in this position, to, to continue to, to make the opportunity for myself to be in a main event at SummerSlam against a John Cena. Um, and if anybody ever comes along to push, try to push me out of that, you know, scenario, I'm a, I'm a fight like hell to keep, you know, the, the ground that I've, that I've made. So, um, it, it's just a, it, it's one of those debatable we can go back and forth uh, you know and we can change our perspective if, if you're one of those type of people who can see it in, in a different set of eyes but I, I just I really think um, if more eyeballs are being brought to our product and then of course it, it depends on who it is but a guy like a John Cena who's starring in multiple movies this summer um, you know and, and when it comes down to it earn the right and he's at that portion of his career where he is a part-time performer i'm not going to complain i'm just going to capitalize on on him being here and and everything that he brings uh with that and that's that's my goal that's that's so what do you think about that comment that he made about cm punk i honestly just feel like it's true because cm punk isn't in a bunch of movies he isn't doing the same thing that the rock and cena did see but but he but but is he saying, just as over in the wrestling community yeah that's what he's saying he's saying at the time he never moved the needle like john cena did and oh. i think that's bullshit i think that's a total i think that's totally totally just taking a dig at aew i think he's totally like fuck you i'm sticking up for my company yeah but i think i agree with that i'm just saying like he's punk is the first wrestler to outsell cena during that time oh really yeah I mean, that that makes sense. I just, I think he was comparing, like, the movie deals and stuff. And I'm like, that that doesn't always, like, they don't necessarily want to go do that. They don't necessarily want to be movie stars. Punk was in, like, indie movies. He was actually in a horror movie that came out last year or two years ago. They actually got critically acclaimed. Really? And they thought Punk was going to be, like, a decent, like, thing. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, yeah, he's definitely taking shots. Um and I think he's saying it more out of anger or stress for wanting his company to do better mm-hmm. versus, like, it actually being true. Right. right. If that makes any sense. I agree. And then this is what he said about John Moxley. Dean, obviously, is doing what Dean's doing. Uh, you know, and I think he's happy over there at AEW. Um, but if we want to be... If, if he could have been the man here, he would have been the man here, but he couldn't be the man because I'm the man here. Seth Rollins is going through the same thing, but he's doing great. 
And and I can say that as someone who's still doing, I'm doing better than him. I'm the universal champion. I'm, I'm the head of the table of the WWE. This is, it's all mine. This is my company. See how he like, he's staying in character a little bit, but at the same time, I feel like he actually thinks there's truth to that, which I think is kind of bullshit. I'm literally rolling my eyes as that's being played. Right. Like, yeah, you did well because you got, you, you didn't have you to fight. You got everything handed. Yeah, you didn't have to fight for it. Um, and same with Seth Rollins, kind of. They kind of gave him what he wanted. I agree with that. I think Rollins earned it. I think Roman... I'm not, saying, I'm not saying he didn't earn it, but I'm saying, like, Seth Rollins was like, I... He probably was like, hey, I'd like to run with this story or run with this outfit or run with this blank blank. And Vince was like, yeah. But every time Moxley presented something to him, like that podcast Moxley did after he got released, he's like, mm-hmm. I'd come up with a story. I'd come up with a thing. And I and I just got turned down every time. And then I was walking out with a stupid face mask mm-hmm. on. And Well, what about the... Um what was it when he was uh for those that aren't wrestling fans that are listening to this if you are listening to this uh roman kept saying dean that's john moxley his name was dean ambrose in wwe just want to clarify that for because i know some people actually do like the wrestling podcasts that don't watch wrestling oh really Mm -hmm. oh cool um what was i going to say about uh moxley though he was in wwe and there was a oh so at one WrestleMania, he wrestled Brock Lesnar, and uh, Moxley had all these ideas. He's like, let's fucking do this. He's like, beat my ass, do all this stuff, but Moxley wanted to kick out of the F5. Basically, he wanted to do like a Stone Cold thing where Stone Cold passed out to the sharp, Bret Hart sharpshooter at a WrestleMania with like blood pouring down his face, and that's basically what... like. Where the idea that, came from. That made Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like, of course, like, he was Stone Cold before that, but there was still, like, he was still just at, like, this point where he was at the top, but he needed to get over that top mm-hmm. to become, like, this fucking next big thing. Him passing out, not tapping out to Brett's move made him, that pushed him over the top. That turned Austin into a baby face and turned Brett into a heel. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a double turn. Right. It was done perfectly. Basically... They were saying they wanted to do the same. Moxley wanted to do the same, where he was like just going to pass out or like keep kicking out of the F5, keep kicking out, and until finally like Lesnar had to like really fucking hurt him to like keep him down. Right. Because he's like, that would have made it. That would have made it. But Brock apparently didn't like any of the ideas. Vince didn't like any of the ideas. So it was shot down. The night before that WrestleMania at the Hall of Fame ceremony, Moxley is shit-faced. And you could just tell. He does not give a flying fuck about the match the next night. Like, he does not care at all. Mm-hmm. And the match was garbage. The match was garbage. Like, it was kind of garbage to the point where uh, so much more could have happened, and it didn't happen. Lesnar beat Moxley pretty quickly with one F5, but Moxley kind of no, no-sold it, like, after the match. Like, he was not acting hurt at all. He's like, eh, whatever, on the raw. <laughs> like, I just feel like Roman has had an easier path and not saying Seth Rollins has had an easier path, but he's gotten said yes to a lot more than Moxley. Right. So the fact that Roman's saying, well, Moxley, if he, you know, he could have done the same shit here. And it's like he tried. Right. He obviously tried and was a, he was not cool. He was not a badass. He was mm-hmm. not like the vigilante that he fucking is. Like, Sting. But I'm, I'm just saying the freedom he got, obviously, with AEW, and I feel like that with a lot of wrestlers – that come from WWE that are now like over because they just maybe there's better creative behind it or maybe it's the wrestlers 
being creative and getting to kind of do more of what they want, which mm-hmm. I think it's more of the latter. So Roman Reigns, good try, but you need to work on your smack talk. I like it. I like it. I think it's, you need somebody like that in that company though. That's going to fucking speak their minds to motivate the other wrestlers in there that are too comfortable to like, not say anything. They're like, we're here, whatever. They're not motivated. I don't think they're as motivated as the AEW wrestlers are. AEW wrestlers are like fired up every fucking week. I don't dislike that he's talking smack. I'm just saying come up with some better content. Right. What's crazy is that with Punk coming back this weekend, or uh, tomorrow night, tonight, Friday night, Rampage, what's crazy is that he's coming back. Him coming back has overshadowed SummerSlam. Like, I forgot that SummerSlam was this weekend. Which is crazy. Yeah. And that's SummerSlam is the second biggest wrestling pay-per-view ever. Like, WrestleMania is number one. SummerSlam is number two. Like, that's a big deal. And nobody, you there's not, the only buzz surrounding SummerSlam is Roman Reigns and John Cena. And possibly only because it's John Cena. Right. There's a little buzz to the edge, like Rollins match. And that's only because fans have been willing to see this for the last seven years. There's another seven years thing. <laughs> um, but... I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm going to watch SummerSlam just because it's SummerSlam. It's like WrestleMania. You don't, I'm not going to miss a WrestleMania. It's just, it's it's what it is. It's in your blood. You can't give yeah. that up. Um, and I'm, I'm excited for those two matches. I am excited for those two matches. Uh, other than that, I don't even know what's on the card. Oh, yeah. You got Bobby Lashley and Oldberg. Yay. Maybe Goldberg's son, Sunberg, will be there, too. Such a bad joke. <laughs> it's Sunberg. 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 Ew. Ew. I know. It's so dumb. Um, there's a pretty strong rumor that Goldberg's going to win that match, too. Of course he is. It's so, it's, if he wins that match, WWE is tone deaf. They're completely tone deaf if he wins that match. Mm-hmm. There's a difference... And people are like, oh, well, Christian is wrestling Kenny Omega in AEW, so what's the difference there? Uh, the difference is Christian's a full-timer. Christian actually wrestles close to every week. He's earned, in storyline terms, he's earned his spot to be the number one contender. AEW has a ranking system. He's the number one contender. He's ranked number one. It makes sense for him to wrestle Omega, especially after the Adam Hangman Page thing, the match where if Hangman lost, he gives up his number one contender spot. That's the thing. People think like, oh, he can never wrestle again. What the fuck? He's the most over guy. It's like, no, he just he has to give up his spot for one time. And he can earn, earn his it way back. back. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing, too, when we were off, when we were uh, not recording the podcast. AEW put out probably the greatest entrance ever in wrestling oh history. Oh, my God. How many times do you think you've watched it to date? Like a thousand? I don't know. It's probably close to like a hundred. If anybody's interested, uh, the Adam Hangman page entrance with the dark order is one of the it is one of the purest is legitimately one of the purest forms of storytelling and wrestling i've ever seen it is that entrance is a fucking movie like you don't it gotta comes, wear a hat to be a cowboy it literally comes full circle full circle i don't know why i have such a hard time saying circle lately circle that's a circle but that is literally, it comes full circle, though. That entrance alone does. Um, 
the story is Hangman was always kind of bullied in the elite. He was never, he could never really win the big match. He main evented the first all out against Chris Jericho to determine the first ever AEW world champion and lost. Uh, the crowd wasn't behind him until he started drinking beer. He got kayfabe wise. He got depressed and started drinking beer, drinking Bro- fans, beers, yeah. broke off from the elite. He was very down and like he kept losing, but then he just he could never pick himself back up. Dark Order in real life went through hard times because of Brody Lee passing away. But they intertwine that into the story where they're like, hey, Adam, we'll be your friend. Like, we'll be your friends. Like, don't worry about the elite. Fuck the elite. They don't like you. Like, they don't support you. We'll, we will support you. And it went on for how long? It's gone on for almost a year now? Yeah, quite, quite some time where it's like a... Um, even back when Brody was still alive, like mm-hmm. Brody was trying to get Hangman to join the Dark Cir- the Dark Circle, the Dark Order. Like, I was thinking, <laughs> I was seeing the logo like in my brain. He just wanted to practice saying "circle" yeah. one more time on the air. Um, but like, it go- it dates back to even then. Yeah, I think it, and it, the story between the Dark Circle and the Dark Hang- Circle. I know I said it on purpose, and Hangman. It's like a love hate relationship, mm-hmm. not necessarily hate, but it's like. I don't want to like, it's like the dad who doesn't want the dog in the family dynamic and then the dog and the dad end up becoming best friends. They literally started that storyline when Brody Lee was off TV. Right. Like literally a month before he passed away, they started the hangman dark order storyline and on one of the beat, one of the being the elites, like on the night of the tribute show for Brody, it just shows all the dark order and hangman, it shows all the Dark Order sitting in the room just, like, with their heads down, like, sad because they legitimately are sad. Right. And the Hangman walks in and he's like, guys, care if I join you? And just, like, sat down with them because they're all and in storyline now. It all adds up. It all makes sense. They're all depressed. They're all down. But it was at that moment when we kind of realized, like, oh, they're going to pick each other up. Which they This did. is where it's going to happen. It was awesome. It it went on, though, for a while where they kept trying to get Hangman Page to be in the Dark Order, especially when John Silver dropped down to it. And he's like, will you join the Dark Order? And he said no. Yeah, and he said no. (laughs) After they had, like, a huge celebration thing and they're, like, running out, like, people like, no, fuck, fuck, he said no, he said no, push him back, push him back, push the dancers (laughs) back. And then so it kept going on and on and on and on until, like, Hangman realized, like, oh, shit, these guys are actually great people. This, They're my people. It's actually not a cult. They're just good friends. Like, this is a great it's just a great time to hang out with them. And then before the big match that happened a few weeks ago, the Dark Order presents Hangman with like new gear, but you don't see the gear on camera. And he's like, I'll wear this on Monday. I'm not gonna save this for all out. And he's like, Okay. And then they do that whole video promo. The crowd's going fucking crazy. It cuts to like the the stage. And when the lights are all going on one by one on each wrestler, and the last one was Hangman, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. The way that they, the light shines and hits Hangman and the music, the way the music is playing, it is perfect. It's cinematic. You can literally watch that entrance and be like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Like, if you don't watch wrestling, you watch the entrance and you'd be like, I don't know what the fuck is going on, but this is epic as shit. Like, this is epic as fuck. And just the way the music's playing and the way he the, they walk down, the way the camera angles are, it was literally perfect. And at that time, 
that was the first time we saw Hangman in the Dark Order as like a cohesive unit. Mm-hmm. As like, we're finally one. And that story, that year-long story of them just being sad and depressed and all this shit finally has this up- uplifting moment where they're like, we're a team. We're a family. Mm-hmm. We're finally here. paid off. Yeah, it paid off in one of the coolest ways. It was a three-year story, basically, with Hangman. And it paid off perfectly by intertwining the Dark Order into that story. It's fucking perfect. Now, the original plan for All Out was for Hangman to wrestle Kenny Omega for the AEW World Championship. That's not happening anymore. Christian's wrestling Omega. Fans were pissed at first, but also fans don't realize that Adam Hangman Page, in real life, is having a baby. And the due date is around All Out. So he's not going to be there. That was whoopsie. Right. (laughs) Um, However... One of the things that I love is that more than likely now he's going to win the championship here in St. Louis at a pay-per-view called Full Gear. For those that don't know, Full Gear is actually named after Adam Hangman Page because for a year prior before AEW was even announced, there was a running gag on the show on being the elite where the elite would go up to Hangman and be like, you can't wrestle in your wrestling attire. You can't do it because you're not Full Gear ready. You're not Full Gear ready. You're too pudgy. You're too, you got to work out. You got to lose some weight get cut basically making fun of wwe right and so they named the show full gear so how fitting would it be that he actually finally wins the world title at the pay-per-view named after him oh yeah it'd be perfect it it will be perfect that is the story now coming to the end coming to completion that story would be completed if that happens at full gear as the most perfect way to end that story and then the following wednesday it's a new story something else begins or you have a rematch with Omega, but at the same time, that's still a new story. Right. That's the sequel now. Like, it's just great. It was just the way it was told, the way it was done, was so well done. Bravo, AW. That's a 10 out of a 10. <laughs> it's a fucking 10 out of 10. Um, before we talk about Punk one more time, uh, with WWE, though, what was fucked up in the last few weeks that we missed... Uh, how many wrestlers got released? I don't even know. It was like a new one or two every day. It was crazy. For like two weeks. Yeah. Um, there was a bunch of releases. Um, there's Who who were the releases before Florida? So it was one that hit like right before Florida. People were like, what the fuck? Um, Bray Wyatt? No, that was like... That was the last one. Oh. That was the one after everything that shocked everybody. He was the last. I don't know who was before him. Actually, no. Maybe he was the first. Maybe he was. Maybe. Uh, hold on, hold on. So this all kind of starts in June. I think we may have brought it up like a couple times, but the first really big one was um, Alistair Black, who is now Malachi Black. Right. He was one that people were shocked by. Because he had just started feuding with Big E. They was even on television. He had just come back on TV the week before he got fired. Like, they were showing promos, hyping him up, hyping his return up. And when he returned, he beat up Big E, which was like, oh, they're going to do a Malachi-Big E storyline. Mm-hmm. Nope, he got fired the next week. And Big E, even on Twitter, was like, I don't understand this. Like, what the fuck? Um... Braun Strowman was another one right. on the same day. Um, that was one. I think we talked about that. Then it goes to June 25th. On June 25th, Everrise got released. Everrise is 2.0 in AEW now. They had the 30-day no-compete clause. The team that wrestled Sting and Darby just now. Oh, okay. They got released, and it was 
they were pretty popular in NXT. I even said to you, I'm like, I don't watch NXT, but the clips that I saw of them in NXT, I was like, how are these guys like not more popular? Right. They're hilarious. And they're good wrestlers, too. Um, Tyler Breeze, Fandango. Um, those are two guys that also... Breezy, 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 breezy. breezy, 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 breezy. Uh, the Bollywood Boys, they've been in WWE forever. Um, Kurt Stallion, who we saw at um, the Glory Pro show. He's the one that came back at the very end. He's actually going to be at the show this Sunday. We get to meet Eddie Kingston this Sunday, by the way. Not a big deal. Um, bunch of like NXT and uh, 205 Live guys got released. And then on July 31st, the shocker, fucking Bray Wyatt, the Fiend, got released. What about Lana? Lana was like back in June with okay. like everybody else. I thought she um, was early. But Bray Wyatt got released on July 31st, August 3rd, Ric Flair. Uh, and then at like 8 o'clock at night on a Friday night on August 6th, uh, they started releasing, they released 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 NXT wrestlers. Which is crazy. Yeah. Now, what's crazy is that two of them were, like, big names for NXT. It just blows my mind. And then after that, Ric Flair got released, but he asked for it. Charlotte's next. She's coming. I think, I think, I don't think she's that far off, honestly. A lot of people may say, like, I'm crazy. Her husband's in AEW. Boyfriend. Her boyfriend, fiance. So, and it's so funny to me. Here, I'm going to, I'm going to read this off. Since 2020, since 2020, 119 wrestlers have been fired from WWE. That's insane. But fans, WWE dorks want to say, oh, AEW just signs them all. AEW signed like 14 of them. Everybody else has gone to impact and stuff. Yeah, and like what's, I don't understand this, like, this logic of like, oh, AEW... Why can't you just build your own wrestlers? It's like they fucking are. It's like Darby Allen, Jungle Boy, um, drawing blanks right now. Ricky uh, Starks. Ricky Starks. Hobbs. Hangman Adam Page. Will Hobbs. Powerhouse Hobbs. Brian Cage. Kenny Omega. The Young Bucks. Like they haven't been stars yet. No. In like a mainstream. Not in the, not in America at least. Right. They have not been like over in Eddie like, Kingston. Mm-hmm. Like these, the main guys on AEW really MJF. aren't MJF. Sammy Guevara. Like, they aren't WWE guys. Right. Obviously, yeah. Anybody in their right mind would want Punk. Anybody in their right mind would want Brian. Anybody in their right mind would want Jericho. Like, why would you not? Right. And what I don't understand on the WWE logic is, like, most of the wrestlers that they got came from Ring of Honor or New Japan or Impact. And it's like, well, how come they get to do it, but AEW can't do it? It's a, it's a business. What do you Do you want these wrestlers just not to succeed? Like, do you want them to just be like, I'm retired now. See, uh, I, I just, people don't make any sense. But I'm going to read off some of the big names that got released since 2020. Okay. Uh, AOP, remember them? Authors of Pain, the tag team? No. Cool. Uh, Miro. Cain Velasquez was a uh, UFC heavyweight champion. He wrestled one match and got released. Damn. Uh, Zack Ryder. Uh, Primo and Epico. Eric Rowan. Uh, Ty Conti. FTR. Um, Brody Lee, Kyrie Singh, Jack Gallagher, um, Cesar Bononi, one of the the guys in the uh, what's the team called? Fuck, 
with Peter Avalon and Dolph Ziggler's brother. Oh, like the rejects or something. Yeah. The pretty guys or yeah. something. Oh, what's the... Fuck, I forget. Uh, the Good Brothers, EC3, Leo Rush, uh, Kurt Hawkins, Renee Young, Heath Slater, Eric Young, Curtis Axel, No Way Jose, Deanna Perrazzo. Deanna Perrazzo, who is the current Impact Women's Champion, who is probably one of the best wrestlers in the world at the moment. How do you not do anything with this woman? She is one of the best women's technical wrestlers I've ever seen in my life. I just I, That one blows my mind. Cassius Ono, Kurt Angle, Andrade El Idolo, Aiden English, Gerald Briscoe, who has been with the company for like 50 years. That's so sad. Uh, Mike Chioda, uh, the referee that has been with WWE forever also. He was even like, that was a shock. And he's refed a couple matches in AEW, but I think he's... Kind of like he's like over it. Yeah, uh, Bray Wyatt's father, the IRS, who was an agent backstage. Big Show, uh, the Iconics, Mickey James, Chelsea Green, the Hot Mess, uh, Kalisto, Bo Dallas, Mojo Raleigh, Daniel Bryan. Uh, let's see, Velveteen Dream. Which that one? Oh, oh, yikes. Everybody should have done that. Yeah, no shit. Tom Phillips, that one surprises the hell out of me because he's a great announcer. Uh, Braun Strowman, Alistair Black, Lana, Ruby Soho, who should be debuting for AEW pretty soon. Uh, Santana Garrett, Buddy Murphy, Mark Henry, Arya Davari, uh, Tony Nice, Chase Parker, Matt Martell, Fandango, Austin Gray, Tyler Breeze, The Bollywood Boys, Kurt Stallion, Killian Dane, Bray Wyatt, Jojo Offerman, Ric Flair, Bronson Reed, Leon Ruff, Tyler Rust, Mercedes Martinez, Bobby Fish, Jake Atlas, Kona Reeves, uh, Desmond Troy, Kathy Kelly, and there's many more that I didn't name, but all the names that I named are over in some way, shape, or form. Or they used to be, like somewhat recently, or were over in either 2019 or 2020. Or it's wrestlers that fans want to be over. They They know their potential, like Miro and Malachi Black are fucking killing it in AEW right now. Mm-hmm. Brody Lee would probably be world champion by now. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, it just blows It blows my mind. It blows my mind about this. And now we... Um, 2.0. I mean, the tag team. They were nobody. They were jobbers in WWE, and people are like, why are they jobbers? And now you get them in AEW, and they are probably the hot ones, two of the hottest heels in the company right now. Oh, they have some heat, too. Yeah, they have major heat. Mm-hmm. Especially right before they wrestled Sting and Darby on Dynamite this past week, mm-hmm. when the crowd was like booing their fucking faces off and chanting "You suck at them," the one guy puts the mic down and smiles like, "Holy shit, we got them! Like we we did it. We finally did it." And they've been in the wrestling business for almost twenty years. Which is crazy. Yeah, it is. Um, do you think after all this said and done, after the ninety day no compete clause is re- is done? Does Buddy Murphy show up in AEW? I I want him to. However, I w- think it'd be kind of cool to see him in New Japan. I don't know. I think a lot of like I don't think AEW is handing out contracts left mm. left and right. But I think if you've got an in, which Buddy Murphy probably does, well, he's just so good. He's good, and I'm sure he's got you know his friends like Aleister Black, and he right. worked with him a lot in NXT yeah. mm-hmm. and all that. So, um. I think if he wanted to, he could make a hard push for it. But I also think that a lot of wrestlers are doing well outside of AEW. Right. Um, One person I think that 
we'll see what happens. I actually wouldn't be surprised if he's got rehired and shows back up actually Saturday at SummerSlam. Spray Wyatt. Maybe. Because you haven't heard a lot about him. I just wouldn't be surprised if he shows back up. If he doesn't, here's my opinion. If he doesn't show back up on Saturday at SummerSlam, I think he's completely done with WWE. I don't think he's coming back. Right. I think he goes to either AEW or somewhere else. Somewhere where he can be creepy in. I think I think he'll go to AEW. Probably. Yeah. Um, I think he's one going to AEW. I, unless he's signed for a million dollars or it's something. It's funny. Like, if I had my choice, I would rather see Buddy Murphy in AEW over Bray Wyatt. Really? I think Buddy Murphy's potential is through the fucking roof. How WWE never found, like, anything for him blows my mind. Blows my mind. He's one of the best underrated wrestlers in the world. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, but I mean, Miro's killing it right now. Miro's Miro's promos are awesome. But um, if he would have just stuck it out in WWE, he could have had the same thing. There's only two things in this world that motivate me: a vengeful god and my double jointed wife. So weird. I love it because that's like a fucking damn. He's a villain, but like, it's like Roman Reigns saying, "You had the same opportunity here." It's like, no, the fuck he didn't. Mm-hmm. No, the fuck he no no the fuck they did not. Right. Um. Uh, as of now, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Buddy Murphy's ninety day no compete is up on August thirty first. So. He made, I don't know what it is. Moxley did it first, then Malachi, and now Buddy Murphy. They all made videos of like them like in a jail, basically being like, I'm getting out of here. And it's almost like, it's pretty sad that this many wrestlers have made a fucking promo video of them being like, the jail represents WWE and freedom represents AEW. Right. <laughs> or just not in WWE, whatever right. it is. Um. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, to you, before we get out of here, CM Punk, he's back tomorrow, tonight. Should be back tonight. What if he's not? I was about to say, could you imagine if he doesn't show up? I'm glad I'm going to stay somewhere else tomorrow Holy night, away from shit. you. I'm glad I got other plans. Like they can't. There's no way he's not showing up. They they. They hype. They've been they've been hyping the show up for way too long. They keep dropping little punk references. Mm-hmm. Uh, Omega wearing a chick magnet shirt because the CM and CM Punk actually does stand for chick magnet. The only reason why I know that because he actually had to testify under oath in a court in a court case, and they asked him what does the CM stand for, and he said laughing chick magnet. <laughs> um. One of the rumors beforehand was Cookie Monster was another one that they thought was uh, what the CM stands for. And Kenny Omega wore a Cookie Monster shirt I, on Dynamite a few weeks ago. I think Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega is a big fan. I uh, think he's yeah. a, a hard mark for uh, CM Punk. Yeah. He did the one knee drop down with the title over his head. Uh, did, I mean, after they announced that. AEW's going to the United Center, which will be the largest attendance for AEW's ever had. This arena, it's a big arena. For a hockey basketball arena, it's a large arena. Most hockey arenas, I think, seat around 20,000. The Blues, I think, only seat 18, 18 to 19,000. Uh, the United Center, I think, seats close to like twenty five to 28,000. Damn. And they sold it out 
the entire thing in like five minutes. Well, and it probably seats just a few, maybe a thousand more well, because they take the stage, the stages on the court where they could seat seats around yeah, it. Yeah, but like you got to think about all the seats they have to take away because of the stage. The stage is in the middle of the court. You you mean the ring? Yeah. But the actual that oh, stage the stage. stage. Yeah, you're right. You're right. This is probably about whatever. It's probably going to be close to twenty thousand, which is insane for AEW because they haven't ran at. They don't really run at larger arenas yet. They will. Like they'll go to probably Enterprise in a couple of years. They're going to Shafitz for the full gear pay per view and the Rampage that's coming here. But Shafitz is half the size of Enterprise, right? And which I. I almost like those shows better because that gives you a more intimate feeling when you're mm. there and the crowd's louder because it's smaller and all that shit. I think the crowd is more hype when the shows are, when the fans have like a smaller attendance. I think you're right, except I, I think Friday's going to be the exception to the rule. Oh, yeah. I think if Punk, which I'm about 98% sure he's coming, this is going to be the loudest crowd reaction, I think, in wrestling history. I think this might break... I don't know how you could like judge, but I think this might be louder than like a Stone Cold Pop. I can't wait to see the demos. I'm I'm curious to see how many of you people tune in. I was like, you have people on Twitter like, oh, they're gonna hit like four million. It's like, no, they're not. They're gonna hit like they're gonna hit like one point five mil. Yeah, which is like great. Right. That's on fucking, a Friday on night, a Friday at, night nine. at nine o'clock. Even if they hit just a million, that's fucking great for nine o'clock on a Friday night. Like. That's insane. That would be insane if they hit a million. If they do anything over a million, I think that's a fucking grand slam. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is rumored that Daniel Bryan is going to debut at the New York show at the Arth- at the Arthur Ashe Stadium, which is a tennis like arena oh, yeah. or tennis stadium, which I think seats close to like thirty five, forty thousand people. That's insane. And I think that sold out. They outsold WWE in New York. That's unheard of. Like, Madison Square Garden show is still not sold out for, like, a Raw or, like, a SmackDown that's coming That's there. so crazy. Yeah. Also rumored that St. Louis is getting the Royal Rumble for the second time. Yay. Royal Rumbles are fun. <laughs> you can bet there. That's true. Um, last thing, with Punk and Brian coming back, if you could pick one wrestler for each of them that you want to see them wrestle, who would it be? That's not Kenny Omega. Oh, I was going to say Kenny Omega for CM Punk. Yeah, I I mean, I want to see Omega for both of them. What? Um, I just said CM Punk for Omega because it seems like he's such a mark for mm-hmm. him that I think it'd be like his dream right. match. I just realized I never said what I was going to say before you answer that. The whole reason why I brought up like when they announced the United Center, I got on the tangent about how big the arena is mm-hmm. and not actually what they was said. We were talking about the Easter eggs that they were dropping. Oh, the, I mean, the biggest one was the first one. Right right after they announced it, they cut the Darby. And Alex Marvez is like, Darby, on August 20th, Rampage at the United Center, the first dance. How do you feel? And Darby's like, Chicago, I'll be there. He's like, there's a lot of people to claim to be the best. He's like, if you want to be the best, you come to AEW, and that's where you, that's where you, that's where you come to be a star even if you think you're the best in the world. It's like, oh, shit. Shit. And that crowd, that crowd reaction, that crowd pop, it wasn't like a, yeah, it was a, like, holy shit, it's actually happening. It's actually happening. And then the crowd started chanting CM Punk. Right. 
I can't wait. So, okay. If you had to pick anybody but Omega. No, I'm picking Omega for CM Punk. No, you have to pick somebody else. I don't want no, to pick Omega's, anybody else. Omega is the person that everybody wants to see wrestle everybody. But that's not the reason why I'm picking him is because he keeps wearing CM Punk shirts. That's <laughs> I mean, why. It's going to happen. That's what I want. I'm picking, I'm picking Omega. Um, I mean, for, I want Omega for both, but I'm not going to. I'm going to change it. For Daniel Bryan, I don't know. Do you think he'll be a good guy coming in? Yeah, for sure. So he needs to wrestle a bad guy? Mm-hmm. I don't even know. I got one perfect one. I don't know. MJF. That, that'd that be a good one. They can actually do the Miz Brian story correctly uh, in AEW. That would be a good one. Even though I hate comparing MJF to the Miz and vice versa because I think they're completely different. But They fit the same role. They do, yes. They fit the same role. They're different yeah. people, right. different characters. But I think that. MJF versus Brian is money. And I think, obviously, Darby punks money, but I think Hangman punk is fucking gold. Oh, yeah. That'd be really good. I don't know. I feel like Brian could wrestle anybody. Right. Yeah, he can. That, he and it literally would be, can. It would be like, it, I feel like it'd have to be just a really like bad guy, though. Right. Just put him against Paul White, you know? Maybe even Ricky Starks. Ooh, yeah. Starks versus Brian would be fucking dope mm-hmm. but fucking paul white my god how bad is that song by the way oh it's horrible it's not even good in the 90s when that kind of music was popular hey, 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 uh, yeah it's creed i'm going to sing like this i don't even know i don't even know how the song goes how the song goes because i i try to flush it out of my head when it, that song comes on I'm like oh my god this is horrible apparently it's the same people that made the well, it's the big show, like the song. Oh, well, they, you should just get a different band. I know. Sorry, big show. I know you're trying to he, be they nice. Sound, but... I remember texting David. I was like, dude, Creed sounds terrible. Like, <laughs> But yeah, it's so bad. That's like the one match like, I am not really looking forward to it all out. I'm like, ah, oh, I'm doing that at all out. Do that at like on a dark. Like, Maybe it'll be really good, okay? I, hopefully it's like a minute. That's if they're smart, they'll make that match like literally like a minute long. But actually, I trust AEW to make it fun because you know what? There probably is going to happen. It's probably going to be like Mark Henry is going to come out and like help him. For, it's the match is literally probably going to be like five minutes long. Yeah, if they're smart, and they get we get to see the Young Bucks in the steel cage match at All Out. That'll be good. Nick is going to jump off the cage. Yeah, it's going to be that's going to be gross. Yeah. Oh, maybe Cody and uh, Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I mean that's what they wanted back. So Brian actually almost signed with AEW two years ago when Brian's contract was up the first time, and Brian signed a two-year deal. Mm. Yeah, I think Cody and Brian would be good. Cody started – actually, maybe it was longer than that because remember the Being the Elite – like story about the WWE stooge? Like who's telling WWE Mm -hmm. all this stuff? Yeah. That was supposed to be revealed as Daniel Bryan. That was right before he got cleared to come back. I do remember that. Because Brian was like, I'm leaving. I'm cleared. Either clear me or I'm going to go wrestle for New Japan in right, Ring of Honor. Right. So they cleared him. Oh, maybe even um, Frankie Kazaria. Kazarian? Yeah. He would be a good one. Or uh, Scorpio Sky. Yeah. Scorpio Sky would be good. Ethan Page. I mean, Brian could literally wrestle anybody. Yeah. Um, Jungle Boy. Yeah, but Jungle Boy's too good. Like Against Brian? That would be fucking incredible. No, I mean, like, too good of a person. No, just do it. Okay. Um... Who else? Miro? 
Ooh, it'd be like a clash of WWE. Yeah. Run a story like that, like I'm going to be I'm the best. To think if Brian ever wrestled uh, Rusev, I don't think he did because I think Brian won the title, got hurt, and that was right when Rusev was coming up. I don't think they ever wrestled each other. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, Moxley. I mean, Moxley. Just now that we... Not Dean Ambrose. We got Moxley now. We get a badass John Moxley against a badass CM Punk or something. That'd be cool. Yeah. That's definitely going to happen. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. AEW is... They're hot. They're about to change the fucking game. They're about to change the world here. They put their money where their mouth is. Yeah, they did. Tony Khan's like... Tony Khan saw like Vince McMahon say, oh, they're not competition. He's like, you sure about that, motherfucker? Okay, game on. <laughs> but the uh, the Cody thing, though. He was supposed to be the WWE Stooge, and Cody was tweeting out, how great would it be to see the American Nightmare versus the American Dragon? That's what I think it should be. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Even though I'm kind of sick of the new people coming in and wrestling only Cody first. Change change that. <sighs> see, the only thing I want changed. Like, stop that. Stop having all the new wrestlers wrestle Cody. Everybody comes in and just beats up Cody. It's like, okay, find somebody else to go beat up. Like, please. <laughs> I love Cody, but find somebody else to go beat up. But Cody's probably just like, I want that guy. I want him first. Yeah, he's like, I, I don't, I'm not a full-timer anymore. Right. I'm a, backsti- a backstage full-timer. Right. Even though I think we get Malachi Black and Cody, too, at All Out. Mm-hmm. We'll see. It's going to be fun. Oh, I can't fucking wait. I cannot fucking wait you know where to find us on all social media platforms at offended pod make sure to go check out anything but for all your network needs including all the podcasts with us there i don't feel like naming them off right no. now no they're there they're there anything but credible going off topic what's your bliss movie merge spacing out offended they're all there go check it out anthropocredible.com um yeah follow us Find us, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever, Apple Podcasts, whatever the fuck it's called. I haven't done this in a while. a little rusty. I haven't done this in a month. Well, and even before that, I only did two episodes before that, before we were, like, crushing it. Um, I'm going to try to come back on as much as I can. I say this at the end of every episode now. I'm never saying I'll be back next week. I don't know. Hey, Dugan, calling you out. Where 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 are you at? Where are you at? It's time to come back. Come back home. Come. Come to Offended. Come to Offended. You too, Foshi. I think it's time. It's time. It, 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 it's time. It is time. But anyway. It was the night before AEW Rampage. Forgot what we said earlier. <laughs> and all through the house, all the marks were stirring... All the marks were stirring. We had it better before. Yeah, we we did. So it was actually like perfect before. It was the night before AEW Rampage, the first dance. All the marks were stirring. All the WWE stands were crying. Because the best in the world is coming. Just just give it up. Dot, dot, dot. Just give it up. You should have planned. That was poor planning. We'll, we'll, we'll redo that later. Coming. C-U-M, punk. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Are you five? Yes, I am. Fuck yes. For Katie K, Naked Lady, I'm Tricky. This has been Offended, presented by the Anything But Credible Network. CM Punk is back.